Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm your host, Bill Bunkley, and we welcome you into our broadcast this afternoon. It is always an honor for me to be with you, and uh, I hope today, as the Lord will lead out, and Heavenly Father, I just pray that you would absolutely just be here on our show, Holy Spirit, just speak through me, and that uh, your thoughts and your words would be spoken through me, and today it would be a a great blessing in terms of uh, being informed uh, talking about biblical principles, all that comes together with a day in the life of a follower of Christ here in the United States of America. I want to remind you that we are standing in the gap where you're watchmen on the wall, not only here, but it is the wild, wild west. Uh, yesterday, today, and probably into tomorrow, uh, within the chambers of the Florida House and the Florida Senate, the final two or three days of the 2021 Florida Legislative Session, which uh, is uh, comprised of 60 days. Anything can happen. Any bill that's been heard, as long as it's germane to a topic, can be amended on another bill. You just really, this is the time where you're looking at messages. If you're an advocate like I am and you're watching the the ping-pong match going back and forth, And we're going to talk about one of those situations that happened uh, last night on the bill that was uh, thought to be dead in the Florida Senate. And that bill was the bill that would require biological women to compete only against biological women in athletics in high school, college, university competition within uh, the state of Florida. It passed. Now, it didn't pass the way you think it was going to pass, and this was a very tightly held game plan by Republicans, both in the House and the Senate. Uh, They did a pretty good job of keeping a lid on uh, what they had in mind, and I'm going to walk you through that so you understand exactly how that process unfolded last night. But um, we are standing in the gap for our American values, and you know, America was born out of the scriptures of the Old and New Testament. That is just a fact. That is history. That's why we are going to stand in the gap for these values. These are our traditional American values. And understand, Christian, uh, excuse me, America was in fact born as a Christian nation. 
America was born as a Christian nation. Now, we have abandoned our roots by a pretty significant majority of the population of good old U.S. of A., but it doesn't take the, the matter, the fact of the matter back that we were dedicated and we were a Christian nation at our founding. And remember that today's a very historical day. We're going to talk about that. This is April the 29th, and something happened on the shores of Virginia. Something happened on the shores of Cape Henry. And I want to tell you that all of those that came to what we know today as the New World, many of those folks came to take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. And they came here and landed on American shores, not only at Cape Henry, at Plymouth, And when we look at the original uh, colonies that were formed basically along different denominational lines as those denominations came and those people tended to cluster together, uh, my friends, that is who we are. That is our history. And we must understand that right now we're going to continue to talk about the truth of our history as we have those on the left that have their very large eraser because they have their eraser, and we remember whiteout. Remember what you used to use with whiteout when we had a lot of typing going on? Well, if you remember whiteout and you remember what an eraser does, that's exactly what the left is trying to propagate, and we're not going to let that happen. And I pledge to you to be forever faithful to our Judeo-Christian principles, to be ever faithful to those very important pillars. There's four of those pillars. One of them is faith. That faith is so very important. One of them has to do with our freedom. How important is our freedom? And then, how about our families? How about being able to raise our families in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord? And how about free enterprise? We know that free enterprise is such an important uh, mark on the importance of uh, our tradition and also on uh, what we know in biblical terms as far as uh, the, the fact that we are told that we need to work and we need to be productive in the field. Now, Brian's along the way this afternoon and uh, reminding you that you can call us and you can engage in the conversation this afternoon. To do that, you can call us toll-free. We'll pick up the charge on that if you're on landline. That's 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Or you can text us on the Bill Bunkley Show text line right now at 813-444-6264. That's 813-444-6264. And we also have an opportunity. If you would like to email me, if you have a thought, question, or comment, uh, maybe you would like to have a church recommended to you if you're just coming to Christ. Maybe you would like to talk to someone about the decision of coming to Christ. If if you will just uh, send me an email and uh, include uh, how we contact you back and uh, uh, tell us the town that you're from and uh, maybe even the zip code. And then that way, uh, if we uh, can give you a couple of suggestions, we really want to do everything we can so that you, as a Christian, are plugged into a local body of Christ. We already have learned that it's going to be a huge price that will be paid 
because we have been hampered by the COVID pandemic from gathering in our worship circles, gathering with our friends, having fellowship one to another. Uh, That has really cost us. And not only uh, of that isolation that we're going to be dealing with issues for with our kids in um, middle and high school, all schools, kindergarten, middle and high school, moving forward, well, there are some of those same issues that certainly are uh, pertaining to us as well. And um, as that comes down to something that we have to be proactive about this afternoon. So let me just share with you, there's a lot going on. In the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, We're going to be, number one, I'm going to walk through exactly what happened and how uh, the women's athletic bill in Florida, that's the bill that would um, only allow biological women to compete against biological women. And by the way, all that extra language about testosterone levels, this, that, and the other, That was part of what uh, the NCAA is working with. That's part of what the Olympics is working with. Let me just tell you, they decided to do what I think is right if you're going to do it at all. You just keep it simple. You're a young lady that wants to compete in athletic competition. Produce your birth certificate. And on that birth certificate, it will tell us whether you are one of two genders, a male or a female. And so that's about uh, what that bill is um, about principally. We'll talk about how that came to be. We're also going to listen to some special excerpts from the President of the United States. President Biden spoke before a joint session of Congress. This was not the State of the Union. You may have thought it was the State of the Union, but officially it is not. And you will also see that instead of uh, the ruckus two major parties, uh, as you look out from the podium, you would have usually the, the, well, as you're facing the podium, you have Republican conservatives on the right, you have liberal Democrats on the left. That wasn't the case because they were entirely spread out. Now, we're going to talk about some of these very, very dangerous and absolutely partisan left-wing ideas and a huge, huge price tag that is going to impact you. So we'll break this down a little bit in the second hour as well. Plus, we're going to play for you a very extraordinary uh, message um, by the Republican who was the response to the the message by uh, Mr. Biden. Now, that would be um, Senator Tim Scott, African-American. What a, what a testimonial story of his upbringing, of people pouring into his life. And he's going to be mixing that in with, well, our response to all of these left-wing, quite frankly, anti-Christian propositions being put forth. And we're going to play that in its entirety because I think it's important for you, if you're a conservative or a Christ follower, you have to know a little bit about what are the elements of the, of the fight that we are facing. And we are going to face this fight. We're going to face it on our knees. We're also going to uh, face the fight uh, engaging this in public. And um, we're going to be very, very vocal about Christian principles. Now, 
just to tell you about the other thing that we're going to be dealing with starting next week. I spent uh, probably two and a half hours this morning with a, a good friend by the name of John Sawinski. Now, you might remember that if you followed my career over the last 25 years in the legislature on behalf of primarily, for many, many years, the Southern Baptist Convention, the Florida Baptist Churches here in Florida, and also 15 years uh, as I've been um, in this chair on this show with our local Christian worldview of the topics of the day, you know that I am a very, very staunch anti-gambling advocate. I am very staunch against any forms of gambling, especially this massive expansion that, quite frankly, has uh, just, uh, I don't understand it. I don't understand it from our uh, all of our Republican leadership. But we're going to be addressing that as well as we go forward. And understand that uh, every afternoon, I am encouraged every day, because every negative story that is contrary to our Christian worldview, I get more excited because as they add up, oh, I just feel in my spirit, I feel the Holy Spirit speaking to me, hey, God's in control, number one, and number two, here is confirmation in some of these stories, especially about the drones, the the, the Iranian ships that uh, are trying to block out our United States Coast Guard ships in the Persian Gulf. All of these things are adding up, and, folks, we are getting close. We are getting close. And I'm a, I'm a guy that loves Christ, gave him my life, and I believe in being raptured out before the tribulation. And I'm excited because I could be gone before this show is over. Hey, don't go away. I'm Bill Bunkley. You may think I'm nuts, but more of the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers saturday afternoons at four it's time for gaining ground with dr evan burrows without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car who owns your house we're prone to mismanage that which we do have 
Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. You're my Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. And I've got a book to give away. Just got a couple of days, and I'm excited because, you know, when you tune in right here with the Bill Bunkley Show, we've always got something to give away. And uh, guess what? Got another giveaway coming up a little bit later for the faithful, uh, not only the faithful CD, the faithful book, and a pass for the Women's Faithful event coming up at 8 o'clock this coming Saturday. But we'll talk about that in just a moment. But I want to give something else away at the end of the month. I love to read. And I love biographies. I love um, um, opportunities to drill down deeper into Christian walk based on people's experiences and maybe taking on a particular subject area about our walk. And so this month, we have been telling you about uh, Andrew Farley. Andrew was with me a few days ago, right here on the Bill Bunkley Show, talking about his brand new book, which is published by Salem Books. Yeah, just proud about that. It's called The Perfect You. And let me ask you a question. Do you, as a believer, are you deceitful? Are you kind of, you know that you're just doing things that you shouldn't do and you got a little wickedness in that heart there? Should your heart be tested? Is your heart trustworthy? Is what you believe, your spiritual experience, is it one of duty and obligation? Because that's only a faint imitation. Of what Jesus Christ promised you. This provocative book invites you to do a radically different approach. It's an inspiring move from your head to your heart that affects every aspect of your life. How do you handle conflict? How do you communicate and love others? And by the way, how do you view yourself and God? Now, the book is The Perfect You. You can go to our website right now at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Hit on the banner for our Salem Book of the Month and click on there and give us your email address. And you can also register tomorrow as well. There's two days left in this contest. And we're going to give away two signed copies, three unsigned copies. So, hey, always enter all of our contests. And you can enter every day for these monthly contests that really increase your odds. And even if this is not a read that you think would be for you, who could you bless today and say, hey, I have a brand new book that I just acquired, and I want to bless you. Well, I want to change the tack here to talk a little bit about the history of the day, but reminding you, I had that two-and-a-half-hour call with John Sawinski with no casinos. Uh, John Stenberger is in the loop. Going to be talking to some of our key pastors, putting together a very quick game plan for all around the state 
to begin educating many of our Christians that they need to stand up, they need to the Tallahassee know that this wallpapering of the state of Florida, this recarpeting of all Florida with all this expansion of gambling, that the absolute social penalties we're going to be paying and the, the poor people and the ignorant people being ripped off by all of this new gambling they want to bring. We're going to need your help as well. It's going to be a heavy lift, but we're going to need you to help communicate. We'll tell you more about that when we get to next week. But I want to talk about something that we talk about every day. This is a very important day. Going all the way back to the year of 1607. Think about that. 2021 back to 1607. On this day, a nation was born. I believe that. The nation was United States of America. Now, whether it was St. Augustine, the Pilgrim, all of that, let's just set that aside. But on this day, there was a boatload of Englishmen and their wives and families. After making the very difficult transatlantic voyage to America, they landed on the shores of Virginia. And they named the place that they landed as Cape Henry. And at Cape Henry, you'll see across there today, Cape Henry is what would later be known as the most powerful country the world has ever seen. And yes, that is the United States of America. And I wanted to know that as soon as they came ashore, this whole, this whole voyage and landing was dedicated to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's why I can say without equivocation that this nation was founded by them. They came, the pilgrims came. It was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it sparked the philosophy, just like our kindness challenge. And that is ministry and godliness, sharing with one another. And what happened with that cross at Cape Henry, the United States would follow, very unique in all of history. It was that single proclamation they made and they prayed about at the very landing. They said, this land belongs to Jesus Christ. And in 1620, the Mayflower Compact, the pilgrims reaffirmed the vision set forth by the original Virginia settlers. Dr. Peter Marshall, who's an author and a historian, Dr. Marshall said, and I quote, All of us were taught that the pilgrims came to America for freedom of worship or religious freedom. They said that they came to America to propagate the gospel among the Indians and to become themselves stepping stones for the furtherance of the gospel to the outermost parts of the earth. They, they, those groups were the first missionaries to America. The Puritans, well, they they kept that Cape Henry legacy going. On the ship Arbella, when it was midway between Cape Cod and England on the way here, 
Their leader, John Winthrop, declared, We shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us, so that if we shall deal falsely with our God in this work we have undertaken, and we will so cause him to withdraw his present help from us, we shall be made a story and a byword throughout the word. Excuse me, the world. When you look at the dedication of these people, look how far we have gone from today. And remember, a hundred years later after that, we then set our own course by decoupling with Great Britain, starting with the charter of our revolution. Remember what John Adams said of the revolution? Before God, I believe the hour has come. My friends, I'm declaring to you, before God, I believe the hour has come for us to defend our Christian heritage. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. In North Carolina, authorities say two Watauga County Sheriff's deputies have been killed and three other people, including a suspected gunman, were found dead after a lengthy standoff. The deputies had been dispatched to a home in the Boone area. After speaking to Congress at a national audience Wednesday night, President Biden is taking his pitch to Georgia for $4 trillion in spending to rebuild America's aged infrastructure and vastly expand the government's social safety net. The president will be visiting former President Jimmy Carter in Plains, Georgia, where the 39th president and his wife Rosalind have lived most of their lives. And the U.S. economy grew at a brisk 6.4% annual rate last quarter, according to the Commerce Department. On Wall Street, the Dow had 212 points and the NASDAQ 20 points higher. This is SRN News. There are books that I've wanted to write. Fault Lines was a book I felt like I had to write. Critical Race Theory, Social Justice, Intersectionality. We've all heard these terms, but most of us have no idea what they mean. The Apostle Paul says that we destroy arguments and lofty opinions raised against the knowledge of God. Fault Lines is about doing just that in this current cultural moment. As Christians, we need to know what's going on around us. We have to be a part of culture. Fault Lines is about not only understanding what's going on in the culture around us and how it's impacting us, but it's also about teaching us to take every thought captive so that we can be more proactive in creating culture as God would intend us to. This is Bodie Bauckham, and I want to encourage you to buy my new book, Fault Lines, available everywhere books are sold, April 6th. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. 
Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. This is Dr. Ralph Yankee Arnold of Yankee Arnold Ministries. I want you to join me for the beginning of my new radio show right here on WTBN. 910 and 570 each weekday. There is a new name, a new time, but the same clear gospel message. Mark it down. Call a friend. This is Ralph Yankee Arnold. God bless and keep looking up. Yankee Arnold Ministries. Weekday mornings at 1130 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? God will work whatever you bring with him. So the challenge is the enemy of your soul wants you to focus on what you can't do what you don't have. Don't work with what you got. Blossom right where you are. AM 570 and 910. Sometimes, sometimes on this journey, I get lost in my mistakes. It looks to me like weakness is a canvas for your strength. And my story isn't over, my story's just begun. And fail you won't define me, cause that's what my father does. Come on, say fail you won't define me, cause that's what my father does. Ooh. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Ladies, ladies, ladies. I got something very special for you this afternoon, so hey, listen up. You know, this Saturday, there's going to be a very special event designed just for you, ladies. It's called Faithful, and this is a Faithful live stream event. It's going to be happening this Saturday, May the 1st, 8 p.m. Eastern, and I want you to be there. I want you to be blessed. Because about a year ago, some women got together who loved the Lord. These women were authors. These women were also songwriters. And they decided to get together to write. And it's all along the lines of faithful in faithfulness. And the work of these women has now involved and is now known as faithful. Songs and stories of God's kindness to women throughout history and here with us today. Now, if you want to take part in that live stream event, you can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com and you can purchase a general admission access for $29. Now, also, if you'd like to have a VIP access, because we'll then give you the faithful CD so that you can worship to some of these songs that are part of this event, Women with Women, as well as the Faithful Book. Now, that's $59 on our website. But let me tell you what I want to do. What I want to do. I believe somebody is listening right now. Ma'am, you are listening. Maybe it's a husband that you believe that you want to compete for this for your life. 
excuse me, for your wife, maybe for your life too, who knows. Uh, but I want to tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to give away the entire package free of charge. I'm going to give away not only the access ID for you can worship with these ladies on Saturday. I'm going to give away the book. I'm going to give away the CD. And all of that is going to be yours. Now, how do you win? Ladies or gentlemen, you need to call right now. We're going to do this very quickly. See how fast you can call 877-943-9673. Brian standing by. The very first caller is going to win this package valued at $59. Call me right now on our studio line, 877-943-9673. Ladies, this is going to be awesome for you. 877-943-9673. I'm giving away one of these access packages along with the CD in the book. Why? Because I want to bless you. Why? Because we want to bless you here at Salem. Uh, The ladies of Faithful want to bless you. And so as an encouragement, we're going to be giving this away already. And hopefully you're dialing already, 877-943-9673. And oftentimes when you dial, the line is busy. But just don't presume that uh, you've already lost. Just keep dialing. And uh, when you get through, Brian will either say, hey, you're a winner, or say, hey, we're sorry. Someone has already spoken for that. But uh, we want you to call and call right now, 877-943-9673. Well, let's turn the page on the Bill Bunkley Show to a story about religion in America, about faith in America, about Christian faith in America. Now, we're talking about the President of the United States. And we're talking about his particular faith, which is Roman Catholic. Something's coming up in June that I want you to be aware of. And that is the fact that the Catholic bishops here in the United States, they're going to have a meeting. And that meeting has to do with President Joe Biden. And it's not just about President Joe Biden. It's about other politicians who talk about their being a member of the Roman Catholic Church. And this is big. If you don't think that the issue of abortion is important to Catholics, particularly the Catholic bishops, you would need to do a little more research. And it's gotten to the point now that they're going to have this discussion in June about deciding whether President Joe Biden will be forbidden from taking communion. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops Committee is drafting a document, drafting, drafting a document to clearly articulate their view and what the church will officially decide to do 
to those so-called professing Catholic politicians who defy the official church teaching on abortion. Comes from, um, th- this particular uh, update comes from Faithwire, Trey Golan Phillips. Now, John Naaman is the Kansas City Archbishop. Bishop. He said, quote, Biden presents a unique problem for Catholics in that he claims to be devout but supports abortion as well as expanding the practice of abortion in America. Let me be clear, because the scriptures are clear. If you support the taking of a life in the womb, not to save the life of the mother, not for emergency situations, that is against the teachings of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and his Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In fact, we are taught, uh, not only with the unborn in the womb, but if we see someone whose life is in danger and needs help to be saved from having their life taken away, we as Christians are supposed to, to step in and step into the gap. The Archbishop said that Mr. Biden's position, it creates confusion. Quote, how can he, Mr. Biden, how can he say he's a devout Catholic and he's doing these things that are contrary to the church's teaching? Now, with all due respect, and I work very closely with the um, uh, Florida Catholic Council of Bishops in Tallahassee, side to side on so many issues of faith and, and family and abortion. Uh, but I would say on a national basis that, you know, it's late, but I welcome it. Years and years and years. Public officials who claim they have a private position on abortion, and yet they have the public pro-abortion position, have been given a pass, and then they go back to their local parishes, and it's like they're in good and right standing. That may be coming to an end. The official Catholic teaching from none other than the Vatican is very clear. Human life must be respected and protected absolutely from the moment of conception and from the first moment of his existence or her existence, a human being must be recognized as having the rights of a person among which is the right to every innocent being of life. This is the second Catholic president in our history, but the first to very, very clearly promote, espouse pro-abortion views. 
the Kansas City Archbishop described Mr. Biden's public view of abortion as, quote, a grave moral evil, close quote. And he went on to say that President Biden should stop defining himself as a devout Catholic. San Francisco is weighing in. Archbishop Salvador Corioli said there's a growing sense of urgency in the matter. And for the Catholic Church, abortion is not just one among many important issues. If this document is approved by the Catholic Church, Mr. Biden would be told not to present himself for communion at any Catholic church. Now, the U.S. Council of Catholic Catholic Bishops, for this document to be ratified, or agreed to, I should say, two-thirds of the majority must be in approval. Now, there are some dissidents among Catholic bishops. As it stands right now, individual bishops are free to grant or deny Biden or any other person communion. If you go back to 2019, just in October of 2019, Joe Biden was running for the Democratic presidential nomination. In South Carolina, a Catholic priest denied communion to President Biden. Why? Because of his pro-abortion views. Father Robert Moray of St. Anthony Catholic Church said, and I quote at the time, Holy Communion signifies we are one with God, each other, and the church. Our actions should reflect that any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside of church teaching. There'll be some pushback on this. But um, what do you think? You think he should be held accountable? If you have an opinion on that, one way or another, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. 
Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. Pre-pandemic, a group of authors and songwriters explored God's faithfulness to women. 25 women together. Now, it's the first time to be visually blessed by the experience. Compassion Live presents Faithful, a live stream event with Amy Grant, Ellie Holcomb, Christy Knuckles, and more. Come join this historic, creative event, May 1st, 7 p.m. Central. For more information, click on the Faithful banner at letstalkfaith.com. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness you can do for others. On May 3rd, you could win $12,000 towards a new vehicle for you, plus another $12,000 for a hometown hero. See terms and conditions for complete details. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. To enter, visit letstalkfaith.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? Jesus is born in Bethlehem. And then 2,000 years after that, this Jewish carpenter that didn't go more than 30 miles from his home and never wrote a book, and here we are today, and he is a household name. AM 570 and 910.
Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. I don't know about you, but when we play that particular chorus, I've gotten to the habit where I just sit back here in the studio and I close my eyes and I just I just raise up my hands toward heaven. Because thinking about just the name of Jesus, letting the name Jesus roll off of our lips is just something special. Also, we also know the power in the name of Jesus. Just try to go pray somewhere in public in Jesus' name. And in most places, look at the Look at the the bodies tense up, the facial expressions. You can't pray in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Oh, yes, I can. And, in fact, I don't pray anywhere. I don't accept to pray anywhere unless I can pray in Jesus' name. Hey, just a quick reminder. Have you been a kind person today? We've got a great we got a great challenge. It's going to wrap up uh, tomorrow, but it's the kindest challenge. And we've been giving you suggestions every day and inviting you to be a part of it. I hope that some of you have been at it. Keep at it because someone is going to win $12,000. We'll wrap this up tomorrow. $12,000 in car payments up to 12000 next year. Or they're going to get $12,000 to put toward a, a car replacement, cash, check, whatever. And by the way, that person who nominates a hero could be a first responder, an ER nurse. But if that person wins, because of all of the kindness submissions they made, their hero is going to win the same thing. You can find out more by going to our website at letstalkfaith.com. But the main thing is, did you do your good turn today? Boy, before the scouts decided to make a... A terrible moral decision. I was involved with them as not not only as uh, I'm an Eagle Scout, class of '71, but uh, also um, as an adult leader. And to this day, I remember every day. I took it to heart. Do a good turn daily. That was the Scout slogan. And the Scout motto. What's your motto? For me, it's be prepared. Do a good turn. Look to do a good turn for somebody every day and to be prepared. And I'm prepared by following Christ. I have a caution. Please pay attention in the next couple of minutes. This is a caution because you need to be told about a Disney Pixar movie that is being casted. This is for the next animated film. And let me be very clear. They are casting for a transgendered youngster. Pixar, uh, excuse me, uh, Disney Pixar is casting its first animated transgender character. Just, just saddens my heart, but it, it's my personal opinion. You maybe have a different. Remember Toy Story, The Incredibles, Finding Nemo. How about Carl's? Cars. 
Screen Rant reports that Pixar Animated Studios, a subsidiary of Walt Disney Company, put out a casting notice on Twitter. The notice said Pixar was conducting a casting search for a youth voice overall for an upcoming unnamed animated project. The character, the name of the character is Jess. Jess is 14 years old. Jess is a transgender girl. She's compassionate. She's funny. And always has your back. Now that is the verbiage from Pixar Disney. And so now you're going to have a major central cast figure in an animated film by Pixar that is going to be in the midst of a, of a lifestyle that is not compatible with Orthodox Christianity or, just to tell you, the interpretation of the scriptures is not compatible with raising a youngster in the wisdom and admonition of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So uh, I want to just put this on your radar screen. It's your family decision how you will uh, react to this film. But know that uh, it's going to be heavily promoted. It will be heavily promoted to children, and that includes your children. That includes your great-grandchildren, includes your godchildren, your nieces and nephews, you know what I mean, every child you come in contact with. Going to take a break. Coming up next, President Biden's announcement, excuse me, addressed to the Congress, and Tim Tim Scott's rebuttal. I'll be right back. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. To re-enter the United States as an American citizen, you must prove you're COVID-free. But when it comes to illegal immigrants, the rules are different. House Democrats blocked a proposed law that would require them likewise to test negative before they're released into our country by Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Now take California. There's a mask mandate in place and businesses can't operate at full capacity. But on Oscar night, there the movie stars were laughing it up, maskless on television for all to see. Illegal immigrants and movie stars may operate at opposite ends of the social spectrum, but there's one thing they have in common. They enjoy the ruling party's favor, so they get to disregard the rules that govern the rest of us. This is the way the system operates in socialist countries. The elected, selected, connected, and protected operate with special dispensation from the government. The rest of us are bullied and oppressed by government. It isn't supposed to be this way in America. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. WTBN Pinellas Park, W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Two North Carolina sheriff's deputies have been killed. Three other people, including a suspected gunman, found dead after a lengthy standoff. The Watonga County Sheriff's deputies were dispatched to the home in the Boone area Wednesday after the homeowner and his family didn't appear at work or answer telephone calls. Sergeant Chris Ward and K-9 officer Logan Fox were shot when they entered the home. Watauga County Sheriff Lynn Hageman, speaking to WSOC-TV, says the suspect was known to deputies. He was waiting uh, for the officers, uh, and we'd had, a, uh, we'd had an issue with him over the weekend. The individual suspected of killing the two officers also suspected of killing two people that were inside the home. 
Also at SRNews.com, after speaking to Congress at a national audience Wednesday night, President Biden is taking his pitch to Georgia for $4 trillion in spending to rebuild America's aged infrastructure and vastly expand the government social safety net. The president will be visiting former President Jimmy Carter in Plains. There's been another drop in the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits. Labor Department figures show 553,000 people filed for unemployment aid last week. That's a drop of 13,000 from the week before and the lowest level since the pandemic hit in March of last year, a sign the economy is recovering from the coronavirus recession. But still, the figure is well above the 230,000 that was typical before the pandemic hit. A little more than 16.5 million people were receiving some type of jobless aid, for the week of April 10th, Mike Hemp in Washington. And stocks have moved higher down the Dow up 234 points. The Nasdaq up 28. This is SRN News. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Franklin Graham praises the president. The popular evangelist makes no bones about the fact that he and Mr. Biden don't see eye to eye on very many issues. But Graham took to Facebook to thank the president for his decision to publicly call the 1915 slaughter of Christian Armenians by Muslim Turks a genocide. Graham says, quote, thank you for this stand, Mr. President. I believe when someone does something right, they should be commended for it, even if you don't agree with them about other things. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A committee in the South Carolina House has again rejected a proposal that would have prevented boys from competing against girls on sports teams in middle and high school. The House Judiciary Committee has voted 13 to 11 against the bill after tabling a similar measure back in March. South Carolina is one of more than 20 states considering restrictions on athletics or sex change operations on minors this year. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. On the upcoming Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise with Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers along with Bible teaching and worship. This travel experience is hosted by Salem Media Group and our partners Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Bring home life-changing memories to treasure and stories to share. Join us for this unforgettable Alaska cruise this summer by calling 855-565-5519 
or visit deeperfaithcruise.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, hour number two for our Faith Talk audience, hour number one for our News Talk and our Answer Stations audience. Uh, Glad to have you on board this afternoon, this 29th day of April. Today and tomorrow are the last two days of the regular session of the Florida Legislature. And I'm telling you what, it is like a three-dimensional chess match. The Republicans already pulled one over on the Democrats big time yesterday. We'll talk about that for just a moment coming up. But I'm here today, once again, as your watchman on the wall. I'm here because I'm standing in the gap for our American values, and I hope they're your values as well. I hope that you will stand with me in those values, because the truth is America was founded on the Old and New Testament scriptures of the Bible. That's right. America was born as a Christian nation. And the evidence is all throughout the writings of the Founding Fathers, as well as the documents that they produce, which are the foundational documents of the United States of America. And that's why we're here to preserve those values. We're here to preserve our Judeo-Christian principles, and I re-pledge every day to you to be forever faithful to those. We are going to stand on the front lines to defend our faith, to stand on the front lines for defending our freedom, and that's our freedom of religion, religious freedom. And we're going to stand on the front lines for our families, on the front lines that parents are the ones primarily responsible to raise our children, not the federal government, not the state government, not a school board, not a nanny left-oriented country. No, going to be standing for our families. My point of view, that family is a family that will raise those children on the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. And last but not least, free enterprise. Going to stand up front for what's most important, and that is the giveaway society that I'm going to be talking about today, about what Mr. Biden is talking about, is an absolute, it's almost taking like a cyanide pill. If you want to bring down the greatest nation in the world and turn it into a socialism cesspool, that's what's on track for America. We'll talk about that today. You can join the conversation at 877-943-9673. You can uh, call us on the Bill Bunkley Show at um, 1-877-943-9673. You can text us at 813-444-6264. And you can always email me at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. First up, before we get to letting you hear uh, and let us talk about Mr. Biden's uh, evening last night, uh, President of the United States, and that is uh, we've been following the, the bill that was uh, 
the gender equality type of a bill, and that basically said that biological women would compete only with biological women in um, um, middle school, high school, college, university sports here in the state of Florida. That bill passed out of the Florida House and went to the Senate. It just sat there, and it sat there. Now, the other bill uh, got a couple of committee stops, but it did not get taken up in the Rules Committee. And, in fact, by the words of the sponsor, and I tell you what, if you live in Polk County, would you do me a favor? Kelly Stargell is your state senator. She's also the powerful appropriations chair. Kelly Stargell was a sponsor of the bill so that women can compete against women and not compete against males who are presenting as women as transgendered women. Do me a favor. Would you call her office? Look up her number. Call her office. uh, Go get her email. Would you tell her thank you? Thank you. Because yesterday was a very difficult day. So you see what happened is... In the final week, you have to really watch each bill. Unlike the federal government in the Florida legislature, you can put amendments on bills as long as they are ruled germane. For example, there was a bill about charter schools. Charter schools is in the area of education. Agree? Agree. So there was a charter school bill that was bouncing between the House and the Senate all day yesterday. Things being put on, things being stripped off, but got very close to the end. So about 5.30 or so yesterday afternoon, and she was right here on our program, Representative Tuck filed an amendment on the charter school bill. In fact, there was two amendments. One was to change the name of the bill. And the other was putting the exact language that passed the House for the biological women competing against biological women proposed legislation. It got put on the bill about 5.30 yesterday. Now, what they did is, I think the new name of the bill is called education. Because in Germanity, charter schools are schools. But since other things got put on the bill, what they did was they also changed the name yesterday. It's no longer the charter school bill. It is the education bill. And sometimes we call that a train. At the end of a session, you know how trains sometimes go and they add cars here. They'll go a little further over here, add a car, add a car. Well, those are the trains that formed the last week of the legislature. And it's the wild, wild west. Uh, This is my 25th, 26th year. It's always fun. Not fun if it goes against you, but all sorts of games and shenanigans and stealth moves are made. And so anyway, what they did was they changed the name to education, and they successfully got the bill for the uh, the women's ath- athletic bill on the, the that bill, which is now the education bill, and they sent it back to the Senate. So now you have a bill, and by the way, remember, it's got to be germane. Well, the bill now became the education bill. Well, 
That means that the amendment about women competing in high school education, middle school education, or college or university education type programs, hey, it's germane because it's about education. Now keep in mind, when it got back to the Senate yesterday, the the Senate Democrats in the Florida Senate were already in meltdown mode. They got a big brouhaha, and the Democrats met yesterday morning early in what they call their caucus. They just meet. And they ended up having a vote of no confidence for their current minority leader. And they booted him. And before they could boot him, because there's rules, Gary Farmer of Broward County, he resigned. And the reason why he resigned was they were going to boot him and name his replacement. But under their own rules that they adopted in the Senate, Farmer knew those rules, he didn't wait to get booted. He resigned in his resignation letter. He reminded them that the successor would be the pro-temp Democrat leader in the Senate. Well, that leader is not who the the folks that were ousting him wanted to do because his rival senator from down in the Broward County area, Lauren Book, she already was elected to be the uh, the leader of the Democrats starting in 2022 to 2024. They were just going to let her move on up now and to be the leader from now until 2024. He preempted that. So I don't know this. Maybe they did it today. I don't even know who the leader is going to be or if they, they would decide to figure that out. So they had all that going. It's just like being in a room with all sorts of smoke. You can't see your way around. You know, nerves are in flare. People are upset. And so the next thing you know, here comes the bill out of nowhere. The bill's up, and it's got the transgender uh, omittance bill, and that is that a transgendered woman cannot compete with biological women. And uh, boom, now they found themselves in, in a desperate situation in debate, in question and answers. Uh, Kelly Stargell, you know, taking all those questions in the heat. A very emotional, tears were flying, stories were being shared about transgendered sons, daughters, nieces, nephews, etc. And uh, it was a tough, uh, it was a tough hour or two. Uh, but I tell you, at about mm, 7.30, 7.45, or maybe 8 o'clock, somewhere in there, all that ended. The bill passed on a party-line vote. And the bill was finished. And now the bill is going to the governor. That's what happens in the final day. So what we're watching today and tomorrow, we'll be watching a lot of stuff very close to determine what uh, what they're going to try and put on what bill, what they may try and strip off. Uh, so uh, the final days of the trains are underway. And so that's how that bill is going to the governor and uh, I anticipate will be signing. So for young ladies competing in Florida Athletics High School, College, University, they will be competing with other biological women. And how are they going to tell? It's simple now. There's no testosterone tests or blood tests. You present your birth certificate. If your birth certificate says you were a girl at birth, birth, man, this is a rough day. A girl at birth, you're going to be competing about uh, or with another girl who who has a birth certificate 
that is um, showing that she was born a female. So let's get on to very quickly, going to take a break in a minute, but President Biden. Well, I tell you what, last night, if you were watching, this is, uh, if you're a conservative or you are a Christ follower, this is just, uh, or, or, or an owner of a business, this, this is, this is going to be bad times ahead. I got to tell you, you've got massive tax hikes that are coming. The government waste in what he's proposing to do is going to be enormous. This is the dream list. This is big government, big liberal, big socialist. This is a dream list. And by the way, if all of this gets adopted, D.C. is going to own your life. Washington, D.C. will end up being your God. Now, I say that because I know Christians will not go that route and resist, but I think you know what I mean. Six trillion dollars now. He's already spent two trillion dollars in the first hundred days. He's now going for another four trillion dollars in this whole reconstruction sort of a matter. He went on for just over an hour, and uh, he talked about the pandemic success, success, obviously, that a lot of that was already set in motion by President Trump. And uh, he made uh, reference to the all-liberal female photo op with Vice President Harris behind him, as well as Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, both uh, very liberal Democrats. He's promising $2 trillion in jobs and the environment, you know, the Green Deal. $1.8 trillion for American families. Here's the giveaways. Free universal preschool. Free two years of community college. Extended family leave. And he says he'll do this with no taxes under people making $400,000. More on this in a moment. is simply the best around and our goal is to be the best Nissan dealer in the nation. That's why we treat every customer like family and make sure that they receive the most value for their money with our best deal guarantee. Our best deal guarantee means you get top dollar for your trade, the best financing rates available, and Moss Care, exclusive to Moss Nissan, which gives you added features and benefits to both enhance and protect your investment. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Joe, technician from SafeLight Auto Glass. My last customer was a busy mom with lots to do until she noticed a big crack in her windshield. She didn't want to drive with her baby in that car, so she scheduled online at SafeLight.com. No one makes replacing a windshield easier. Plus, she loved how SafeLight emails a photo of the technician, so she knew who was coming to her house and how soon. Call 1-800-800-2727 or go to SafeLight.com. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, 
or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern, but help is available. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. Hey, Bill Bunkley here with The Bill Bunkley Show. I want to get right back at it, but first reminding you, one call does it all to my good friends at ACS Home Services. Whether it's air conditioning, whether it's heating, electrical, windows or doors, well, ACS Home Services is your go-to specialist, and I can tell you, they handle it all. Emergency services are available 24-7 at no extra charge. That's right. No extra charge. Their expert HVAC service team always provides the red carpet service. I got that in my home when they were here checking out my central heat and air system and cleaning it. And they always stand behind a 100% money-back satisfaction guarantee. With ACS Home Services, there's no overtime charges, and you'll receive upfront pricing before the work begins. Check out all they can do for you at acshomeservices.com, at acshomeservices.com, or call them right now. Have that first discussion. Keep this phone number handy. It's 813-544-2467. That's 813-544-2467, and make sure you tell them Bill Bunkley told you to call. Well, let's listen to some of the sound bites from last night's address to Congress by President Biden. Now, I want you to remember one thing. What do you think one of the most important things the president should have talked about last night? Do you think that he should have talked about the border? Do you think he should have talked about what was happening at the border? This president said nothing, nothing last night about the crisis on the border. If I didn't play a single cut, that ought to tell you a lot. Because he's not leveling, not being honest with the American public. Well, last night people were wondering how the president would do with an extended speech, so let's go ahead and listen in cut number two and give you a little idea of some of the challenges of the vice president last night. Many world leaders that America will not back away from our commitments, our commitment to human rights and fundamental freedoms and to our alliances. And I pointed out to him, no responsible American president could remain silent when basic human rights are being so blatantly violated. An American president, president has to represent the essence of what our country stands for. America is an idea the most unique idea in history. We are created, all of us, equal. It's who we are. And we cannot walk away from that principle and, in fact, say we're dealing with the American idea. With regard to Russia, I know it concerns some of you, but I made very clear to Putin that we're not going to seek excuse me, escalation 
But their actions will have consequences. They turn out to be true, and they turned out to be true. So I responded directly and proportionally to Russia's interference in our election. Well, I can relate to the president because, you know, with my journey, um, there are some times when uh, my speech gets a little bit confused. But as I was watching the president during these times, um, I just have concerns sometimes when I'm, I'm watching his eye movement that sometimes it's not just a, sort of a slip of the tongue, but uh, he's reading everything throughout the evening on the teleprompter. And uh, sometimes when he gets sidetracked, uh, you know, remember the difference between me and him is he's the commander in chief. I mean, he's got the codes. He's everything's on his shoulders. And so that continues to be a consideration based on uh, his very important position of the, the leader of the free world. Now, the president also talked about something that's very important to me, and I thought you might want to hear, because uh, Vice, uh, President Biden talked about ending cancer. Let's listen in. It would have a singular purpose, to develop breakthroughs to prevent, detect, and treat diseases like Alzheimer's, diabetes, and cancer. I'll still never forget when we passed the cancer proposal in the last year as vice president. Almost $9 million going to NIH. And if excuse the point of personal privilege, I'll never forget you standing, Mitch, and saying, naming after my deceased son. It meant a lot. But so many of us have deceased sons, daughters, and relatives who died of cancer. I can think of no more worthy investment. I know of nothing that is more bipartisan. So let's end cancer as we know it. It's within our power. It's within our power to do it. Well, if you were going to say and mention something about a bipartisan issue, it certainly would be cancer or diabetes, or Alzheimer's. No doubt about that. But let me be clear. This president and the issues that should be coming before the Congress, there is not a bipartisan bone in his body. And please don't forget that when other areas are are mentioned. Now, what about a minimum wage of $15? That is going to put so many entry-level folks out of business because businesses are not going to pay $15. Watch all the robots come on strong. Watch businesses close up. But anyway, let's listen to the president, number four. The American Jobs Plan is a blue-collar blueprint to build America. That's what it is. And it recognizes something I've always said in this chamber and the other. Good guys and women on Wall Street, but Wall Street didn't build this country. The middle class built the country, and unions built the middle class. So that's why I'm calling on Congress to pass Protect the Right to Organize Act, the PRO Act, and send it to my desk so we can support the right to unionize. 
And by the way, while you're thinking about sending things to my desk, <laughs> let's raise the minimum wage to $15. No one, no one working 40 hours a week, no one working 40 hours a week should live below the poverty line. We need to ensure greater equity and opportunity for women. And while we're doing this, let's get the Paycheck Fairness Act to my desk as well. Equal pay. They spent much too long. And if you wonder whether it's too long, look behind me. Well, Mr. President, I am reminded of a documentary uh, that I just watched recently. And it was about all of the research and development that's going on. And it might not be too long between before every McDonald's, Burger King, maybe even Chick-fil-A, all the services you see people that are working there in this $15 an hour range, they're going to put robots and automate the whole process. Where will the jobs go then? More on his speech next on the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is in Georgia today. Last night, he used his first speech to Congress to promote his $2.3 trillion infrastructure plan and his newly announced $1.8 trillion proposal that includes universal preschool and two years of free community college. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio expects the city to fully reopen by July 1st with the lifting of the city's COVID-19 restrictions. The Blasio told MSNBC the city will be ready for stores, offices, and theaters to open at full strength. And the Labor Department reports the number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits dropped by 13,000 last week to 553,000, the lowest level since the pandemic hit last March. Stocks finishing higher, the Dow up 240 points, the NASDAQ ahead 31. This is SRN News. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. There are books that I've wanted to write. Fault Lines was a book I felt like I had to write. Critical Race Theory, Social Justice, Intersectionality. We've all heard these terms, but most of us have no idea what they mean. The Apostle Paul says that we destroy arguments and lofty opinions raised against the knowledge of God. Fault Lines is about doing just that in this current cultural moment. As Christians, we need to know what's going on around us. We have to be a part of culture. Fault Lines is about not only understanding what's going on in the culture around us and how it's impacting us, 
but it's also about teaching us to take every thought captive so that we can be more proactive in creating culture as God would intend us to. This is Vodi Bakum, and I want to encourage you to buy my new book, Fault Lines, available everywhere books are sold, April 6th. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Hey, let's get right back to it. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show because we're going to play South Carolina Senator Tim Scott's rebuttal last night in its entirety. It is really, really heartwarming, and it really is the common sense response to the port, to the, 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 the report that uh, the president gave. So I want to let you hear a couple of more words from the President of the United States. Now, the idea about $4 trillion of new spending on social programs, infrastructure, and the Green Deal. Now, let me just say this. I don't know how he's going to do it because this can't be done by budget reconciliation that he was able to do on the last round. If you're going to amend, which they were able to do with some of that, that's a simple vote. But in the Senate... It's going to require a uh, a 60 plus one vote because this is a budgetary item. And Joe Manchin said that he's not going to do away with the filibuster rule. That's the rule that requires a 60 and not a 50 in these situations. So it's all on Joe Manchin. But anyway, the president uh, made the pitch. So let's uh, this is cut number eight. Let's uh, listen in. Hundred days since I took the oath of office and lifted my hand off our family Bible and inherited a nation, we all did, that was in crisis. The worst pandemic in a century. The worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Now, after just 100 days, I can report to the nation, America is on the move again. Well, America's on the move as he pitches the government expansion with over $4 trillion in new spending. Let me ask you a question. Let's say that you make $50,000 a year. Let's say you got terribly in debt. And somehow somebody made a loan to you for a half a million dollars, $500,000. Now, for now, you're pretty happy. But you know you already got a spending problem. 
Well, imagine that example when you imagine another $4 trillion, now making $6 trillion, on the fact that we're so deep in debt. Look what we're leaving our children. Look if you couldn't go bankrupt and your children had to take over your debt, how much of that $500,000 would you have to leave to your kids if you couldn't get out from under it? That's what this president's doing to America. Let's quickly go and talk uh, a little bit about bipartisanship. For the president who has done anything but reach out a hand to compromise in bipartisan fashion, let's go ahead and listen to him anyway. Investments in jobs and infrastructure like the ones we're talking about have often had bipartisan support in the past. Vice President Harris and I met regularly in the Oval Office with Democrats and Republicans and discussed the jobs plan. And I applaud a group of Republican senators who just put forward their own proposal. So let's get to work. I wanted to lay out before the Congress my plan before we got into the deep discussions. I'd like to meet with those who have ideas that are different, they think are better. I welcome those ideas. But the rest of the world is not waiting for us. Oh, my. I just want to be clear. From my perspective, doing nothing is not an option. Well, I just have to be honest with you. I'm not buying it. And uh, there's a lot of contrary good ideas that the president could learn from. But um, he hasn't been interested in uh, really having... The, the, the key players on the Republican side, he's met with other folks, uh, and only once or twice, but none of those folks from the Congress have been the people in leadership positions that can make things happen. So it was uh, one of those, uh, you know, one of those PR events that uh, then you could have a lot of rhetoric. And, of course, the media is going to be the, the, the loudspeaker and, and multiplying and embellishing everything. Uh, to support uh, whatever his statements were. Last but not least, we get to uh, Governor Scott. Let's hear what the president had to say about terrorism. Biden and ISIS are in Yemen, Syria, Somalia, other places in Africa, in the Middle East, and beyond. And we won't ignore what our intelligence agencies have determined to be the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today. White supremacy is terrorism. We're not going to ignore that either. My fellow Americans, look, we have to come together to heal the soul of this nation. It was nearly a year ago before her father's funeral when I spoke with Gianna Floyd, George Floyd's young daughter. She's a little tight, so I was kneeling down to talk to her so I could look her in the eye. She looked at me and she said, my daddy changed the world. Well, after the conviction of George Floyd's murderer, we can see how right she was if, if we have the courage to act as a Congress. We've all seen the knee of injustice on the neck of black Americans. Now's our opportunity to make some real progress. The vast majority of men and women wearing a uniform and a badge serve our communities and they serve them honorably. I know them. I know they want Well, Mr. President, all I can say is this. 
one of the largest terrorist exporters on the globe is Iran. And if you have your way, you'll be part of the, you'll drag us back in to be part of the Iran deal. Billions of dollars will be given to Iran. And they will continue to harass our ships in the Persian Gulf and other places. And so the terrorists that are coming across, potentially in the southern border, a lot more areas of terrorism I could think of. But yes, anywhere where we have the issues that we've had with uh, the incidents that have touched all of our hearts, we need to we need to address those immediately, and they need to be addressed permanently. Well, let's talk about the response, because for those of us that are conservatives, Christ followers, Tim Scott, South Carolina, Senator, really, really touched a nerve last night. So we're going to have to take a break uh, midway through. But let's go ahead and go to Tim Scott last night delivering the Republican rebuttal to uh, President Biden's address to the Congress. Good evening. I'm Senator Tim Scott from the great state of South Carolina. We just heard President Biden's first address to Congress. Our president seems like a good man. His speech was full of good words. But President Biden promised you a specific kind of leadership. He promised to unite a nation, to lower the temperature, to govern for all Americans, no matter how we voted. This was the pitch. You just heard it again. But our nation is starving for more than empty platitudes. We need policies and progress that brings us closer together. But three months in, the actions of the president and his party are pulling us further and further apart. I won't waste your time with finger pointing or partisan bickering. You can get that on TV anytime you want. I want to have an honest conversation about common sense and common ground, about this feeling that our nation is sliding off its shared foundation and how we move forward together. Growing up, I never dreamed I would be standing here tonight. When I was a kid, my parents divorced. My mother, my brother, and I moved in with my grandparents, three of us sharing one bedroom. I was disillusioned and angry, and I nearly failed out of school. But I was blessed. First, with a praying mama. And and let me say this. To the single mothers out there, who are working their tails off, working hard, trying to make the ends meet, wondering if it's worth it, you can bet it is. God bless your amazing effort on part of your kids. I was also blessed by a Chick-fil-A operator, John Moniz, and finally with a string of opportunities that are only possible here in America. This past year, I've watched COVID attack every rung of the ladder that helped me up. So many families have lost parents and grandparents too early. So many small businesses have gone under. Becoming a Christian transformed my life. But for months, too many churches were shut down. Most of all, I'm saddened that millions of kids have lost a year of learning when they could not afford to lose a single day. Locking vulnerable kids out of the classroom is locking adults out of their future. Our public schools should have reopened months ago. Other countries did. Private and religious schools did. 
Science has shown for months that schools are safe. But too often, powerful grown-ups set science aside, and kids like me were left behind. The clearest case I've seen for school choice in our lifetimes, because we know that education is the closest thing to magic in America. Last year, under Republican leadership, we passed five bipartisan COVID packages. Congress supported our schools, our hospitals, saved our economy, and funded Operation Warp Speed, delivering vaccines in record time. All five bills got 90, 90 votes in the Senate. Common sense found common ground. In February, Republicans told President Biden we wanted to keep working together to finish this fight. But Democrats wanted to go it alone. They spent almost $2 trillion on a partisan bill that the White House bragged was the most liberal bill in American history. Only 1% went to vaccinations, no requirement to reopen schools promptly. COVID brought Congress together five times. This administration pushed us apart. Another issue that should unite us is infrastructure. Republicans support everything you think of when you think of infrastructure. Roads, bridges, ports, airports, waterways, high-speed broadband. We're in for all of that. But again, Democrats want a partisan wish list. They won't even build bridges to build bridges. Less than 6% of the president's plan goes to roads and bridges. It's a liberal wish list of big government waste, plus the biggest job-killing tax hikes in a generation. Experts say when all is said and done, it would lower wages of the average American worker and shrink our economy. Tonight, we also heard about a so-called family plan, even more taxing, even more spending to put Washington even more in the middle of your life from the cradle to college. The beauty of the American dream is that families get to define it for themselves. We should be expanding opportunities and options for all families, not throwing money at certain issues because Democrats think they know best. Infrastructure spending that shrinks our economy is not common sense. Weakening our southern borders and creating a crisis is not compassionate. The president is also abandoning principles he's held for decades. Now he says your tax dollars should fund abortions. He's laying groundwork to pack the Supreme Court. This is not common ground. All right, let's go ahead and hold that right there. More from South Carolina Governor Tim Scott. What a story. And wait till you hear even more. I'll be right back. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners of South Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family 
and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Moss Nissan is simply the best around when it comes to buying any pre-owned vehicle. With acres and acres of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from that all feature a third-party sure-sell inspection report and Moss Care, which gives you added features and benefits to both protect and enhance your investment. You'll have all the information you need to make the smartest car buying decision. Plus, if you have a vehicle you're interested in selling, we're interested in buying it, whether you buy it from us or not. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. back bill bunkley here and i want to immediately get back to the comments from senator tim scott got a few moments left 
Let's go ahead and take you back to his response to the, the President of the United States, Joe Biden. Nowhere do we need common ground more desperately than in our discussions of race. I have experienced the pain of discrimination. I know what it feels like to be pulled over for no reason, to be followed around the store while I'm shopping. I remember every morning at the kitchen table, my grandfather would open the newspaper and read it, I thought. But later I realized he had never learned to read it. He just wanted to set the right example. I've also experienced a different kind of intolerance. I get called Uncle Tom and the N-word by progressives, by liberals. Just last week, a national newspaper suggested my family's poverty was actually privilege. Because a relative owned land generations before my time. Believe me, I know firsthand our healing is not finished. In 2015, after the shooting of Walter Scott, I wrote a bill to fund body cameras. Last year, after the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, I built an even bigger police reform proposal. But my Democratic colleagues blocked it. I extended an olive branch. I offered amendments. But Democrats used a filibuster to block the debate from even happening. My friends across the aisle seemed to want the issue more than they wanted a solution. But I'm still working. I'm hopeful that this will be different. When America comes together, we've made tremendous progress, but powerful forces want to pull us apart. A hundred years ago, kids in classrooms were taught the color of their skin was their most important characteristic. And if they looked a certain way, they were inferior. Today, kids are being taught that the color of their skin defines them again. And if they look a certain way, they're an oppressor. From colleges to corporations to our culture, people are making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. It's backwards to fight discrimination with different types of discrimination. And it's wrong to try to use our painful past to dishonestly shut down debates in the present. I'm an African-American who's voted in the South my entire life. I take voting rights personally. Republicans support making it easier to vote and harder to cheat. And so do the voters. Big majorities of Americans support early voting and big majorities support voter ID, including African-Americans and Hispanics. Common sense makes common ground. But today, this conversation has collapsed. The state of Georgia passed a law that expands early voting, preserves no-excuse mail-in voting, and despite what the president claimed, did not reduce Election Day hours. If you actually read this law, it's mainstream. It will be easier to vote early in Georgia than in Democrat-run New York. But the left doesn't want you to know that. They want people virtue signaling by yelling about a law they haven't even read. Fact checkers have called out the White House for misstatements. The president absurdly claims that this is worse than Jim Crow. 
what is going on here? I'll tell you, a Washington power grab. This misplaced outrage is supposed to justify Democrats' new sweeping bill that would take over elections for all 50 states. It would send public funds to political campaigns you disagree with and make the bipartisan Federal Elections Commission partisan. This is not about civil rights or our racial past. It's about rigging elections in the future. And no, the same filibuster that President Obama and President Biden praised when they were senators, the same filibuster that the Democrats used to kill my police reform bill last year has not suddenly become a racist relic just because the shoe is now on the other foot. Race is not a political weapon to settle every issue the way one side wants. It's far too important. This should be a joyful springtime for our nation. This administration inherited a tide that had already turned. The coronavirus is on the run. Thanks to Operation Warp Speed in the Trump administration, our country is flooded with safe and effective vaccines. Thanks to our bipartisan work last year, job openings are rebounding. So why do we feel so divided, anxious? A nation with so much cause for hope should not feel so heavy laden. A president who promised to bring us together should not be pushing agendas that tear us apart. Well, I tell you what, that was um, an awesome awesome piece of communication by the senator and something for us all to think about about the america we want for the future the kind of opportunities we want for the future jay Sekulow live is up next on our answer stations thanks for being with us i'll be over on am 570 and 910 for the third hour of the bill bunkley show hope you come on over this is Charles Osgood for Exergen. You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick. But when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers we used to use. Now my grandkids have it easy. The Exergen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead and you get a fast, accurate reading. You don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy, even Grandpa can do it. And that's what I call real value. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment. Of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7. On Faith Talk AM 570. 70 and 910. WTBN Pinellas Park, W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan, simply the best Nissan dealership around. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Two North Carolina sheriff's deputies were killed and three other people, including a suspected gunman, were found dead after a lengthy standoff. Watauga County Sheriff Len Hageman tells WSOC-TV Sergeant Chris Ward and canine deputy Logan Fox were good officers. 
they were into it. I mean, they have the compassion for the community and, and doing the right thing, and they did that. And they, they didn't expect this, but they were doing the right thing. Sheriff's deputies were dispatched to the home in the Boone area Wednesday after the homeowner and his family didn't appear at work or answer telephone calls. Sergeant Chris Ward and K-9 officer Logan Fox were shot when they entered the home. Meanwhile, a North Carolina sheriff says four deputies involved in the case of a black man who was fatally shot last week have returned to active duty after a review of body camera video showed that they did not fire their weapons. Pasquotank County Sheriff Tommy Wooten announced in a news release Thursday that he has restored to duty four out of the seven deputies who were placed on administrative leave after the shooting death of Andrew Brown, Jr. Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina took Democrats to task last night in the GOP response to President Biden's address to Congress. Bob Agnew reports. Senator Scott says his own family is proof the U.S. is not a racist country. The country where my grandfather in his 94 years saw his family go from cotton to Congress in one lifetime. Scott taking aim at Democrats for trying to forge an agenda around what he calls the country's original sin of slavery. The real story is always redemption. Senator Scott is accusing Democrats of using race to advance a liberal agenda replete with policies that would do harm to minority and underserved communities. Bob Agnew reporting. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 239 points. This is SRN News. Normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you of a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Linzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by AbbVie and Ironwood Pharmaceutical. The Go movement, which facilitates evangelism around the globe, is making a push next month. An effort to mobilize the body of Christ to be engaged in a, a prayer and a care and a share lifestyle, to be sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. The, the vision really is every believer a witness. Dave Gibson is U.S. Director of the Go movement. We're not asking people to come to a, an event or a program, but we're asking them to live out what Jesus called us to uh, 2,000 years ago. The mission is to mobilize the global church to share the gospel during the month of May. Find out more at go21.us. When Catholic bishops hold their next national meeting in June, they'll consider whether to send a tough message to President Biden and other Catholic politicians. Don't take communion if you advocate abortion. At issue is a document that will be prepared by the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops Committee on Doctrine. The aim is to clarify the church's stance on Catholic politicians who ignore church teaching. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. 
Pre-pandemic, a group of authors and songwriters explored God's faithfulness to women. 25 women together. Now, it's the first time to be visually blessed by the experience. Compassion Live presents Faithful, a live stream event with Amy Grant, Ellie Holcomb, Christy Knuckles, and more. Come join this historic, creative event May 1st, 7 p.m. Central. For more information, click on the Faithful banner at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome back to our number three of the Bill Bunkley Show. It is 29 days into April, means we've got uh, the balance of today all the way up until uh, tomorrow night. Uh, for the Florida legislature to uh, wrap up their 60-day session. Uh, we anticipate them voting out the budget tomorrow afternoon. I think afternoon is the time, which means that they should be concluding uh, right on schedule. And uh, with that, um, we're then going to be looking toward the uh, special session that's coming up on May 17th. We'll do whatever we can to uh, try and convince uh, our elected leaders that this huge, massive package having to do with um, the um, uh, gambling is something that we ought not to do. Now, I'm going to give uh, Brian a moment or two. And, Brian, if you could, if you could go, uh, let's pick up a feed from the Florida Senate. And uh, I thought that we might just listen in a little bit uh, with Senate Bill 90 uh, is being heard. And uh, I'm also monitoring the House and the Senate. So just to give you a little bit of a flavor of what's going back and forth uh, and uh, which bills they may be dealing with. The House of Representatives, they've been kind of hanging around. They were on a recess. Now they're doing a quorum call. Uh, which means that there is a piece of business uh, that may be in messages uh, that they're going to take up. And uh, so uh, everything is unscripted during the last few days of the Florida legislature. And I thought that uh, we've only got a couple of days, and maybe we could just spend a little bit of time listening in, and I'll give you a little bit of a description of what's going on. If you've never had an opportunity, and of course this is going to have to wait uh, until uh, after we get past all this pandemic, but if you've never had an opportunity to make the trip to Tallahassee when the legislature is in session, uh, especially if you have uh, children, 
uh, older children. Uh, you might want to see if they'd like to be a page in the Florida House or the Florida Senate. Uh, but uh, if you've never had an opportunity to watch the process in action, if you've never had a chance to sit in the uh, Senate gallery or the House gallery uh, to just watch some of the proceedings, of course, if uh, you were there when there was a piece of legislation that was important to you, uh, that would make it to all the more interesting. But it is interesting in and of itself if you haven't gone there. And so, Brian, I'm just checking in. Have we got that feed ready yet? All right, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and take you to the Florida Senate. And we'll just begin by listening in. This is Senator Thurston that I believe, well, he was speaking, but uh, he just put the mic down on my feet. So let's listen in. By Senator Tadeo. Senator Roussan, you're recognized in debate. Thank you very much, Mr. President. There's sometimes in history when you just have to go on the record. Otherwise, silence may be interpreted as consent. We're living in some unprecedented times. There was huge unrest in this nation and this state when George Floyd was murdered. And I thought about that because we should be doing unprecedented actions to make it more convenient for people to vote, more accessible for people to vote. This is Senate Bill 90. This is one of the big election bills. And this is uh, Senator Roussan from Pinellas County, Florida State Senator speaking in. So Republicans want the changes in all these areas. Uh, The Democrats don't. And this would be a um, uh, debate portion from the Democrats opposing the bill. So let's listen in for a minute. On this bill, the prosecutor said to the jury, you can believe your eyes. Now, why is that important? It's important because with this piece of legislation, some of us believe what we're seeing. And the people are reading this, saying to themselves, can't they see that this is perceived as voter suppression, voter restriction, not more voter rights. We can see it. And there are those who say to us, you can believe your eyes. And I know what the response is. The response is, if you just follow the rules that we've set out, you can continue to exercise your right to vote. I've heard that said on this Senate floor. But where in here are we doing what Senator Thurston said do, be a leader? 
I think the number of states filing over 300 pieces of legislation is more than 40. And Florida is a leader, not a follower. And it hurts me that once we've learned the rules and done well, the goalposts change. Well, as for me, I believe my eyes. And doggone it, I can read. And what I read is not pretty. Like Senator Gibson says, we have our seniors. And my colleagues have talked about this piece of legislation point by point by point. And I don't need to repeat that. I just want to say, believe your eyes. Thank you, Mr. President. Again, this is the bill. Uh, Florida legislature, legislators, of course, on the Republican conservative side, Having seen what has happened across the country with loose laws in terms of um, ballots, and multiple ballots, et cetera, et cetera, we had a successful election, but they believe that there was more areas that we needed to shore up our system. That's what this bill is all about. The Democrats don't want to shore up the system uh, by what this bill is uh, prescribing. Republicans do, and we're getting into the final throws of uh, this passing or failing. So uh, let's go on back to at least for a moment or two, and then I'm going to uh, move on to uh, some discussion about uh, a couple of updates from Israel. Let's listen in. Going to our supervisors of elections, who did such a great job, all in our 67 counties, and asking, what is what is something that we need to fix? Instead, they've been coming to us with all the problems they've had with this bill. And I I actually find it astonishing that we're actually adding to this bill, and I'm going to read line 1047 of the bill. If any drop box is left accessible for ballot receipt other than as authorized by this section, the supervisor is subject to a civil penalty of $25,000. The division is authorized to enforce this provision. What does this mean? It means that those supervisors of Drop boxes are the boxes that would be out in certain areas where you could just drop your ballot in, not at an early voting site during early voting or not at a site uh, during the election, and I believe the lockboxes uh, for the votes are restricted only to early voting locations during early voting. Let's let's go back. I think that's a slap in the face to the celebration that we should be having towards our supervisors of elections. There are many reasons why to vote no on this bill, but I, for one, think we should respect our supervisors of elections who are duly elected as well in most counties except mine, and we're about to change that (laughs) in mine. It really makes no sense that that is still in this bill. Here's the voice of uh, Annette Tadeo, Democrat. uh, Her district is 50 in Miami. 
Senator Stewart, you're recognized. Thank, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, this is just a mess of a bill. Um, Linda Stewart's a Democrat speaking. Uh, Senate District uh, 13 from Orlando, Florida. It's a little less uh, than what it once was, but it's still a mess. Uh, and I would counsel our city and counties, if they don't have a provision to address resign to run, they better get to it because otherwise the governor will have that opportunity. So um, there's a lot that we could fix in here, and I'm glad to see the amendment uh, that was put forward about not uh, waiting to 22. Uh, so maybe there's some things we can fix for our supervisors in the next session. Thank you. Additional debate, additional debate. Senator Hudson, before we recognize you for the motion to concur, we will uh, allow Senator Hooper to participate in debate. The Senator of the 16th, Senator Hooper. Thank you, Mr. President. Hooper is debating an election bill. Who, who would have thunk it? Uh, um, you know, we've listened to this discussion for a while, and I think back, uh, some of you are not nearly old enough, but a few in the back row, and Senator Thurston in particular, we plowed some old dirt today and gone back in time. And, you know, it wasn't all that long ago that elections were held and concluded on Election Day, period. And if you wanted, had a hardship and you wanted a mail ballot, you had to prove that hardship. Okay, we'll bring it back in. Just a few moments, they say that when you're watching legislation, uh, being uh, debated and formed, it's like it's like making sausage. It's ugly, very time consuming. Have to be very patient, but this is the wheels of democracy of this republic. And so, um, as uh, the House right now is taking up the DNA bill, when you could use DNA against someone or not, and of course, when this bill passes out in a minute, it's done. The voter situation law will be going to the governor more the real monthly show in a moment let's uh, turn to the international page a couple of updates on israel i'll be right back Twenty twenty one is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parlor was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and Big Tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate who Whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. 
Hi, Tom Baudet wearing a poncho to prove a point. Ponchos may not be in style, but mark my words, they will be. How do I know? Well, we've been saying Motel 6 has clean, comfortable rooms for the lowest price of any national chain for years. And now suddenly, frugal is all the rage. What next? One word. Ponchos. Book your room online at motel6.com. I'm Tom Bodette in a sassy poncho for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. When a parent struggles with addiction or dies from a drug overdose, what happens to their children? Far too many end up in foster care, unable to ever return to their birth homes because it's simply not safe. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is fighting the clock so that teens don't age out of foster care, leaving them at a higher risk of addiction and other negative outcomes that can happen to a child without the love and stability of a permanent family. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Joy still comes in the morning. Hope still walks with the hurt. If you're still alive and breathing, praise the Lord. Don't stop dancing and dreaming. There's still good news worth repeating. So let your head and keep singing. Praise the Lord. Let everything, let everything. Let everything praise the Lord. In the working, in the waiting, let it praise the Lord. In the blessing, in the breaking, come on, praise the Lord. In the dying, the rising, let it praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. You know, air conditioners, as I've been sharing with you about this for a little while now, you know, that's that one big appliance in your home, and something goes wrong always at the most unfortunate time. And for a lot of people, when something goes wrong, if you really ask them, they'll tell you, well, you know, it's been running great for three or four years. Well, have you ever had it tuned up? Have you ever had it uh, cleaned up? Well, well, no, not really. Well, that's why cleaning the most expensive appliance in your home, not once but twice a year, every six months, will significantly extend its life and keep your power bill from creeping up and up and up and up. ACS Home Services can help you avoid those unexpected repairs when they come out and they execute their EPA-certified total system rejuvenation. That'll give you peace of mind all year long, like the peace of mind that I have right now. And the reason is, is because they were in my home doing that very service. And so every six months you have it checked out, and you make sure that uh, everything is in good and tip-top shape. And then you take advantage of that, and it only costs $79. Not for one cleaning and inspection, but for two. One now, one in six months. Check out this and more services from ACS Home Services at acshomeservices.com, acshomeservices.com. You can also call them at 1-813-544-2467. That's 813-544-2467, Give them a call and tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. Well, let's turn to the international page. Let's turn to the Middle East. 
a place where we know there's going to be a lot of unfolding history as the Lord has given us a little bit of a preview of that in his word. Well, the Human Rights Watch organization is charging that Israel is an apartheid state due to what it uh, uh, categorizes to be discriminatory policies toward Palestinians living in Israel. It's not the view of this administration that Israel's actions constitute apartheid. That was what a Biden administration official shared at the State Department. Well, the spokesperson instead called on both Israel and the Palestinians to, quote, refrain from unilateral actions that exacerbate tensions. There was a 213-page report that the Human Rights Watch released. In it, they charged that Israel is systematically denying Palestinians the basic rights that it affords the Jews in that nation. Now, there's other statements by Israeli leaders as well as others that uh, that argue that is that Israel in fact has demonstrated an intent to maintain the domination of Jewish Israelis over Palestinians in Israel the West Bank biblical Judea and Samaria and don't forget the Gaza we've been reporting on the Gaza the last few days as tensions are really up with the rockets that are flowing in you know is there systematic oppression Are there inhumane acts? Well, I don't know. If you look at the Hamas on the border, in the southern border, and you have Hezbollah on the northern border, uh, you know that Israel has been much more on defense. And now with all of the incursions of Iran that has moved inside Syrian territory, you've got all those rocket batteries. You've got all those armaments that are being moved because of uh, the proxies of both uh, uh, of uh, Israel, excuse me, the proxies of um, Iran, both uh, with Hezbollah and Hamas. So when we look at this, this is nothing new because the United Nations has been ganging up on uh, the state of Israel uh, for a long, 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 long time. Anti-Semitism on behalf of Many of the members that are part of this this far-left organization known as the United Nations, uh, it is just the, the continuing uh, sort of uh, rhetoric that Israel has had to put up with for a long, long time. And uh, as far as Israel is concerned, you talk about the West Bank. Now, if we go back into Jewish history, we are very, very clear And we can look at the scriptures that we believe are true, and that is that God set out the borders of Israel way back when, when the different uh, land uh, lot uh, arrangements to the 12 tribes of Israel uh, were issued. And in in the middle of issuing those, that was the area whereby you, you know the outside borders of Israel. Now, that certainly takes in the area of the West Bank. And I want to tell you that the fact that Israel claims 
that the West Bank is disputed territories. And they believe that the final status should be determined through peace negotiations. Now remember, and by the way, that collapsed about a decade ago. When Yasser Arafat came together on the White House lawn, or was in, in Washington, uh, with Saddam Sadat of Egypt, and then Bill Clinton, Israel was ready to sign a deal while they were in Washington. A deal that would give them all the things they've been asking for now. And Yasser Arafat said no. And that is what helps to continue the, the thought that the Palestinians really don't want peace. The Palestinians really want to drive Israel into the Mediterranean Sea. And this has just been the ongoing back and forth and certainly a lot of hypocrisy in this. So we're going to continue to watch this. I believe that uh, the human rights organization is, is biased. They're singling out Israel. But yet, what do they have to say about all the terrorism, all the terrorist acts that are going on around Israel? Oftentimes, it's just crickets. Now, in light of that, I want to talk about elections are coming up, or maybe not. Palestinian elections, and uh, their leader, Abbas, may be postponing them. If he does, there'll be violence in Jerusalem and violence in the West Bank. This report is sponsored by Moss Nissan, simply the best Nissan dealership around. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters. President Joe Biden has visited former President Jimmy Carter in Plains, Georgia, where the 39th president and his wife Rosalind have lived most of their lives. The two presidents didn't appear together outside the Carter's home on Thursday. Biden was seen with Rosalind Carter at the door as he departed. The former first lady stood alongside him, supported by her walker. Biden was a young Delaware senator when he endorsed Carter's bid for the presidency in 1976. Biden is the oldest sitting president ever at 78. The 96-year-old Carter is the longest-lived president in history. Many of the 650 residents of Plains turned out to see Biden's motorcade. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 239 points. The Nasdaq rose 31, the S&P 500 advancing by 28. Oil up to 6501 a barrel. This is SRN News. On the upcoming Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise with Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers along with Bible teaching and worship. This travel experience is hosted by Salem Media Group and our partners Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Bring home life-changing memories to treasure and stories to share. Join us for this unforgettable Alaska cruise this summer by calling 855-565-5519. Or visit DeeperFaithCruise.com. If you were lied to and buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees 
and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit, 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242 Pre-pandemic, a group of authors and songwriters explored God's faithfulness to women 25 women together Now, it's the first time to be visually blessed by the experience Compassion Live presents Faithful, a live stream event with Amy Grant, Ellie Holcomb, Christy Knuckles, and more Come join this historic, creative event May 1st, 7 p.m. Central For more information, click on the faithful banner at letstalkfaith.com. Each retiree story is unique. Should you be taking risks? Will you have enough money to last through retirement? How will current events affect your portfolio? For help navigating through the uncertainty, listen to Today's Retirees with certified financial planner Wayne Maslick, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. For over 25 years, Wayne has been guiding retirees and soon-to-be retirees, helping them reach their specific goals with family-focused retirement and tax planning. Listen to Today's Retirees, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. And I, I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. And I, I've only got one life to live. I'll let every second point to him. Only Jesus. Here we're back. Bill Bunkley here with uh, more on what is happening in the state of Israel. Now, we just talked about the fact that uh, we, we've got situations going on there and in Israel itself. You have Jerusalem. Now, we've been seeing that by the Damascus gates, there have been some of the younger Arabs have been involved with uh, throwing rocks, etc. And uh, we got a couple of dates I want to, to tell you that you need to be uh, thinking about if, if, if Israel is important to you, and we're told to pray for the peace of, of Israel. There is an election scheduled for May 22nd. Now, this is for Palestinians. 
It will be the first Palestinian election in 15 years, so that ought to tell you something. They don't have frequent and free elections. But there's going to be election for the Palestinian Authority president. Now, the current president, Mahmoud Abbas, been in for 15 years. He has some significant health issues, and so he's going to be stepping down. Now, the situation is that Israel, through the United States and others, because of the violence that's been happening in Jerusalem the last few weeks, Jerusalem has has announced that it's not going to allow elections in in Israel, particularly in Jerusalem. Now today, the update a little while ago, is that it was on, I think it is still on the table, that the current Palestinian president would call for the postponement of the election and, of course, would blame Israel. Well, he didn't really postpone it uh, because what he did was he hasn't said that the elections won't take place, but he said that they're going to have to take place in, in Israel and in Jerusalem. So it's, a, it's sort of a line in the sand now because he blamed the election delay on Israel. That could cause more, we're into the evening, I don't know what the update is, there could be more unrest this evening. Mr. Abbas will probably claim that Israel is not giving the Palestinians voting rights in East Jerusalem. And, of course, East Jerusalem is is also the eastern gate. Also, you go around to the north of the second gate, and it's the Damascus Gate not far from Gordon's tomb if you've been to Israel. But the question is, if not, or if or if how, how will Palestinians living in East Jerusalem be able to vote? And, of course, all this has to do with Abbas is saying, that the Palestinians, it is their land. It's not shared with Israel, even though Israel is on top of the land. They claim it. Abbas says, no, that's our land, and the Israelis just need to be moved out of there. This has been going on and on and on and on and on. Now, this is seen by Israel. This election has a good chance of further empowering Hamas in the West Bank. Now, Hamas right now is in the Gaza Strip, primarily. Palestinian Authority is down there as well. They sort of have a shared uh, uh, leadership of the Arabs in that area. And, of course, that's where the rockets have been raining in to southern Israel for a few weeks now. 
Intelligence says that there's a possibility that Hamas, which are the equipped terrorist fighters being equipped by Iran as a proxy, that they could be coming around and spreading their influence, not just in the south, but also uh, to the occupied territories, the so-called occupied territories. And the idea also is, is this election, by the time it's done, you have these two political parties for the Arabs, Hamas and the Palestinians, Palestinian Authority. Hamas is ready to take over in the vacuum with the Mahmoud Abbas being sick. And they would love to take over the Fatah party of the Palestinian Authority, Mr. Abbas, and be the United Arab Opposition Group to Israel. And and we're talking about Biblical Judea, we're talking about Samaria, we're talking about Eastern Jerusalem. Those are areas that Mr. Abbas is putting on the forefront. They are areas that he's been stirring up the Palestinians, the Palestinian Arab citizens living in those areas as part of uh, what we've been seeing the last few weeks. Now, we also have learned that the different Palestinian factions are discussing the formation of a unity government, and Hamas would be a part of that. Hamas says that it is also going to blame Israel if the election doesn't go forth. I can tell you the Israeli Defense Forces, the IDF, Their southern command is already preparing for increased tension, border uprest, even more than what it's been, down south with the Gaza Strip. And uh, their forward observers, and I'm sure they have spies inside the Gaza Strip as well, they're really keeping a very close eye on the pulse there. So we will see, as this is continuing to escalate, and I wanted to just bring it to your attention again, we don't necessarily get uh, a whole lot of information unless you, you know to go to the Jerusalem Post or you go to um, uh, uh, One Israel News and some of the other organizations, TV7 as well. And so um, uh, we just... We're very concerned that things may, in fact, be be getting ready to have an increase in, in some of those areas. Now, in the meantime, this is sort of interesting because in the, means, in the meantime, you know that Israel's economy, one very important part of the economy is technological research. A lot of research going on in Israel. But you know the other big aspect of Israel's economy is international tourism. Yes, Christian tourism. And I mentioned a few days ago that the Holy Land is in the process of reopening. 
So they're getting ready to say, world, we're ready for you to come to Israel. Like here in Florida, the pandemic has kept tourists at bay, international tourists. And uh, on the 23rd of May, that's the day where group travel is going to be available to come in. And they're going to be bringing in no more than about 20 or more groups of terrorists a week. If you're going to go on one of these tours, you're going to have to be fully vaccinated. So if you are a Christian who is anti-vaccination, that may pose a, could be an insurmountable challenge for you uh, to get on a tour to Israel. And they're going to have their travel agents trained to be monitoring uh, your health. And so you're on a trip. You start getting flu-like symptoms. You you get, even though you've been vaccinated, you start having a temperature. Uh, This is a pilot program they're rolling out. And it's going to be probably happening for about a month. And it could be if you want to travel to Israel as an individual tourist, maybe just maybe by July they'll have a protocol where that can happen as well. But right now they're going to limit it, and they're going to keep a close eye on those who are going to be coming in. And they're uh, hopefully going to have all of the holy sites open, their hotels open, the restaurants open. They're doing very, very well with the number of COVID-19 cases that they're reporting every day. Of course, they have, uh, you know, really done a lot to mass inoculate uh, the people of Israel, in Israel. So with any international travel, let me just say this, you have to know where you're traveling especially if you try and travel by yourself, and you really have to do a lot of homework to make sure you know the rules of the game. You end up somewhere and realize, oh, they said three days, you know, that you had to be quarantined. Now it's 15. All those things may happen. I don't think they would tend to happen, especially with Israel, as right now they're doing these groups because that's part of their pilot program. They want to see how it works in practicality. Uh, But remember, uh, part of this fact, part of what you need to do is to be fully vaccinated, and then you're going to have to have a a negative COVID test before boarding the flight, and then a serological test on arrival. So you just don't come and say, I've been, you know, have your card that I was vaccinated. Keep in mind that Half of the tourists that come to Israel, they're Christian. And every year, millions of Christians who have come to Israel, that is their pilgrimage. And that's what I've said all along when I take uh, trips from here to Israel. But I tell you what, all of the areas that Israel works in the tourism, they very much are waiting for all of us to come back. So, 
we'll see what happens. So keep an eye on Israel. Have some final thoughts in a moment. Don't go away. Be right back. is simply the best around and our goal is to be the best Nissan dealer in the nation. That's why we treat every customer like family and make sure that they receive the most value for their money with our best deal guarantee. Our best deal guarantee means you get top dollar for your trade, the best financing rates available and Moss Care exclusive to Moss Nissan which gives you added features and benefits to both enhance and protect your investment. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. If you were lied to in buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be. Fair, fast, and friendly. Pre-pandemic, a group of authors and songwriters explored God's faithfulness to women. 25 women together. Now, it's the first time to be visually blessed by the experience. Compassion Live presents Faithful, a live stream event with Amy Grant, Ellie Holcomb, Christy Knuckles, and more. Come join this historic, creative event May 1st, 7 p.m. Central. For more information, click on the faithful banner at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. 
Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? Two fish and five loaves of bread in my hand is a couple of fish sandwiches. Two fish and five loaves of bread in God's hand will feed thousands. It depends whose hand it's in. AM 570 and 910. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pocket. We keep our missions overseas. But for the hurting in our city, would we even cross the street? But we want to see the heart set free and the tyrants kneel. The walls fall down and our land be healed. But church, if we want to see a change in the world out there. It's got to start right here. It's got to start right now. We're, We're back. Bill Bunkley here with some final thoughts about the Bill Bunkley Show and uh, our coverage of the Florida legislature. I've just been um, reviewing some of the latest uh, tweets and headlines out of the state capitol. Um Right now, for the most part, there's just a handful of legislators in the chambers of the Florida House. They're in recess right now. All of what's happening is the bills that are going back and forth, back and forth, amendments being put on. A lot of these bills are having amendments of legislation that came up short. Basically, the rules are if a bill passed a committee in either the House or the Senate and was considered, It's fair game. Most of the time, if a bill never got heard in a committee, that language is usually stripped off and rejected. But remember that, quite frankly, the rules chairman, which is a Republican majority uh, committee, you know, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, they can do what they want to do. But as we watch the, um, as things unfolding uh, over in the Senate, um, they have been working all the way through. Remember, there's 40 members of the Senate, 120 members over in the House of Representatives. So pray for the final few days of the legislature, because right now, over the last couple of weeks, they basically have been sitting together all day into the evening, long hours of waiting, to be able to have a healthy discussion or debate on the bills. You just have to realize that if you picture yourself maybe sitting all day, maybe speaking, you know, if you speak three or four times during the day, that's probably in the upper echelon. The majority of the folks in the House, well, unless it's something you're real passionate about, you not everybody just gets up and speaks because, Unless they put the rules in, which they do, to limit debate or discussion, uh, you can really, really, with thousands of bills that have been filed, you can really sort of uh, uh, just keep this thing kind of going and going. So, But we're waiting for tomorrow. Sometime tomorrow afternoon, the 72 hours will, will conclude. They'll debate the budget. You'll have some folks get up and praise parts of the budget that's agreeable to them. 
You'll have folks get up and decry parts of the budget that uh, wasn't to their liking, and it won't be long before the 60-day session will conclude. This has been a very strange session. And to give you an idea, if you've been to Tallahassee, just some final thoughts. The rules in the Senate and the House, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, have been uh, starkly different. You couldn't hardly even get into the Senate to go see a senator. And for all of the Senate hearings, if you were going to go and testify, give any kind of public input, the Senate set up remote rooms at the Civic Center. Now, the Civic Center is a few blocks down the hill uh, to the north. And so if I, was, uh, if I was working on a couple of bills that were being heard, one was in a House committee, one was in a Senate committee, in a normal time, you just you run back and forth between the east and the west sides of of uh, of of the capitol building and you pop into your to your committee meetings and that's how you cover it but the setup now in the house you could go to the house and if you were going to turn in a card to speak they'll work it out social distancing a lot of it's waiting outside but you can get in but uh, you know Trying to go back and forth between the House and the Senate during just committee weeks, uh, virtually impossible. So you're going to see articles written about the fact that the public really didn't have any real practical input uh, because it was just so difficult to get in. And maybe you had a a bill in the House and you had a uh, a similar bill in the Senate and – you know, you're trying to lobby both, and they were all coming up the same. The two, the same bill was coming up in the morning. Uh, right now, you you couldn't hardly cover it except covering one. So, this has been a very very strange year, and I, for one, am very much hoping and praying that by the time the fall comes around and we're back to the committee schedule for the 2022 session, that we'll be back to some. Very, very workable, manageable um, environment aspects when it comes to lobbying on behalf of a Christian worldview. Well, that'll wrap things up today. Glad you've been with us along the way. Hope you have a, a wonderful afternoon and an evening. Till tomorrow at 3, I'm Bill Bunkley. God bless and good night.